Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Michelle and Nate, and you're tuned into Christ Over Culture, the podcast for Christian millennials. As many of you know, March is Women's History Month, and many of us have been celebrating women all month long. And I'm sure a lot of us feel even more motivated than ever to continue to celebrate, uplift, equip, and empower ourselves and the women around us. Here on Christ Over Culture, we wanted to do a special episode in honor of Women's History Month and celebrate you and all the incredible women out there, including those that came before us and those who are to come. On today's episode, I have two segments honoring women. First, we have a his and her segment with Prophet Troy King, pastor of Breakthrough Harvest Church in Houston, Texas. He's talking about how men can honor the women in their lives and even the role of men supporting women in their churches. I also have a special interview with Latoya Moulton, author of the 21-day devotional Arise, and she's talking about why it's so important for women to arise to be all that God has called them to be in today's society. It's a popping episode, so let's go ahead and get started. Welcome, Pastor King. Thank you for having me here today. Oh, of course. Let them know a little bit about you, who you are, and um, a little bit of your story. Okay. I am Pastor Troy King. I am the senior pastor of Breakthrough Harvest Church. We're new to the city of Houston. I've been here eight months. We're located at 11050 West Little York Road. Uh, here in the city of Houston, Texas, we have service every Sunday at 2 p.m. Uh, and again, we just moved from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, God sent us here to begin to start a work. And we're excited about what God has sent us to do in the city, to begin to make an impact in the city. Yeah, well, I'm excited you all are here. And Pastor King, you're here joining me for the His and Her segment, where we talk about different topics and issues from a male and female perspective. Yes. So it's March, and um, we celebrated International Women's Day on March 8th. Yes. Now, we're celebrating women all month long, all year long. Now, I want to hear from your perspective why is it important to celebrate women? You're a leader, of course, yes. um, in the church, in the community. Why, from your perspective, is it important to celebrate women? I think it's important to celebrate women because they're just as equal as men. Um, and like you said, I don't think, um, I mean, I know everybody kind of uh, broadcasts big on International Women's Day, but it's not just one day. Uh, it's throughout the entire year we should celebrate the women. And when you begin to say um, women and their values, I'm kind of reminded of the movie Hidden Figures. Oh, yeah. And, and so a lot of times I look at uh, a lot of people in society has placed women uh, in life in, as a place where, they're, where they become hidden figures. Uh, they're, they're not seen or they're seen only behind men. And, um, and that's why the Bible even says when a man finds a woman, he finds a good thing. And when they become married, they become one. So that means and a lot of times from a Christian perspective, we can't begin to say, uh, well, women are one, me and my wife are one, but she can't have the opportunity to do things that I do. And then a lot of times in the church, I know it's a big stigma. Some people don't agree with women preaching. Um, so you got to begin to understand the biblical aspect when it comes to that, why in the particular time frame that it was, that it took place in the Old Testament. But now we're in a dispensation where God can begin to choose who he wants to use. Um, so from a man's perspective, I say, you know, you got to begin to honor our women and they need our support because a lot of times we don't understand it, but their battle is a lot stronger than a man's battle sometimes because of this, just the warfare that they deal with with the calling on their life and also the warfare they just get from just ordinary people in the world. Uh, even on the workplace, even in the secular society, um, there was a movie just came out, I know it's on the secular side, called uh, 
what a man wants. Yeah, I saw and, that. That's cool. Look, this yeah. is Christ over culture. This is the intersection where absolutely. God needs absolutely. us. Absolutely. So I, I like that. reality. I just like reality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so absolutely. she's she's fighting in the workplace again, yeah. trying to uh, prove herself in a company of men. And I, I feel like a lot of times in society, women struggle with that, having to prove who they really are, trying to prove their knowledge that they can do the same thing a man can do. Mm-hmm. You know, and I always say that you got to remember a woman came from man. Uh, so which means she has the DNA of man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got to begin to understand that uh, whatever God placed on, on in, in us is also can be transferred and placed in the woman as well. So we got to begin to push our women, lift our women, and esteem our women for who they really are in God. Yeah. Now, what would you tell maybe a younger male, you know, in how they treat a woman that they're dating? Um, do you have any advice for them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, young men, I tell you, listen, treat the woman with respect. All right. Um, you got to begin to understand they are our favor. Uh, it was it was proven in the biblical in the biblical times. They are our favor. You understand. It's a lot of doors that my wife personally, uh, not that she did it uh, by saying something, not that she, that she did it by uh, contacting anyone, but just by her being with me and, and just supporting me the way she does open door for me. Because when you have, when you begin to respect the woman and respect whether it's your girlfriend, your wife, whatever woman that God has placed in your life, it don't even have to be a girlfriend or a wife, just a, an associate. When you begin to respect women, you got to understand they carry uh, a certain favor with them that, that's, that's only given to them by God. And, and that's why a man needs woman. You see what I'm saying? Not just in relationship, but just in connections. Uh, we need women because women, um, I like to say a lot of times, women uh, think on a more solid foundation than a man does. And so we need them for that stability. We need them uh, to begin to not only just help us, but to also push us and to get to that place where God wants us to be as men. Now, you said, I kind of want to dive deeper into, you said a woman thinks on a more solid foundation. Right, Am I understanding yeah, that right? What, absolutely. What do you I, and mean I, say by that, I say that because men, we're, we're quick to just jump and do things, which means a lot of times uh, in my own personal life, I like to think quick and just get it done. And sometimes my wife will tell me, honey, you need to slow down or, you know, let's begin to just... Uh, take some more time and begin to reflect on it because a lot of times as a man, as men, we think we're always right. That's, maybe I'm the only man. Sometimes you know they will admit to this. You know, we think that we're always right uh, that we should have the last say and the final say. Uh, but a lot of times the woman, uh, because we are always running and always trying to get things done, as well as a woman does as well. A lot of times that uh, they can see things on the outside that we don't even see uh, because they are praying for us and because they do have our best interests at heart. Yeah. Okay. So this just came to my mind. So you can choose to answer it or not. But I want I'm curious about your opinion on kind of like gender roles in the household. So sometimes like it's been said in the past or there have been stereotypes like men should handle the finances in the relationship or men should do the kicking, cooking and cleaning. Do you subscribe to that? Why or why not? And I guess kind of what's been your experience, maybe personally or, you know, if you even um like mentor couples about kind of those Absolutely. roles. Do you think that they should belong to one sex or another? What's your take I on that? I think there should be a balance. And, and that's my take on that. It's not that my wife or your wife or your, your significant other should be doing all the cooking and all the cleaning. You know, that's the, that's the main stereotype uh, coming that's been in the world decades uh, that the woman should stay home and clean and cook and the man go out and work. Uh, but society is completely different. Uh, now, so I think there should be equal roles um, because now you have a lot of women who have really figured out who they are, uh, just like yourself, developed and, and, and came into your business mindset. So now, what happens when you make more money than the man? What happens when uh, the ideas and the vision God has given you 
uh, is not just for you, but your entire family. Uh, it's just still the same thing. It must be an equal balance. And I think that we should share the workload. So which means I have to be understanding to my wife and what vision God has given unto her. Because you got to understand it's bigger than us. It's bigger than uh, our own household. Because sometimes you got to understand that there are other people that God wants to connect us with. Um, that's not a part of our household and we carry a burden for them as well. So sometimes what God has given my wife or what God has given you, it may not just be for our immediate family. It could be for someone on the outside. So I have to respect that. And as well as you helping me, I have to help you so that we can make this thing balance out together. So if you're working, listen, I'm at home. I need to, I need to share in the workload. I can't expect you to go, go and work and then come home and then still cook at the same time when I've been laying at home all day. Um, so I always say we got to distribute the weight and make sure that everything is balanced. And don't feel like that it's one party's responsibility to do another person's responsibility. Now, as far as the finances is concerned, I always say, who is the better manage, uh, money manager in the, in, the, in, the, in the home? So there are some men who can't manage money. There are some women who can't manage money. So in that scenario, I would say whoever has the anointing and whoever has the, uh, the skill set to do it effectively um, to bring balance to the finances, that's what needs to be doing it. it is, it's not a gender on the male should be doing it. It's not a gender that the, that the female should be doing it. It's whoever is best qualified to manage the finances will be doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with the qualified and the skills. Absolutely. Like, that makes total sense. So who are some of the women, you know, we're celebrating women who have made an impact in your life? Well, everybody's talking about Michelle Obama right now because she's uh, definitely uh, rolling with the minority. So I would say her as well. Also, me being a pastor, there are many women in the faith uh, that have begun to stand up and begin to do certain things. Dr. Medina Pullins, uh, who begins to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to a whole other level uh, to begin to distribute and let the women know who do have a calling in the church that, hey, you just don't have to sit in the front row. You don't just have to sit in the pews. Uh, even though there are maybe pastors, uh, wives, you don't have to just sit on the front row with a hat on your head. You know, whatever God is calling you to move into in this season, embrace that. And, and I believe and, and I believe there's some people that may be even listening right now or watching right now that know that it's a calling on their life, know that God has more for them, but they are afraid to say, listen, you know, give me a shot at this. Give me an opportunity at this. And so they stand behind the man in the shadow. Again, like I said, a hidden figure, not being seen, not being recognized. But it's time for you to begin to stand to the front. For it. It's time for you to come forward because there's somebody that's waiting on you. Um, a lot of times we see, and I like the movement now, there's a lot of women's conference going on. So I, in this dispensation, I see a lot more of it uh, and a lot of men and women of God that are birthing women out uh, to empower other women. So now we got a little bit of help in the Christian community because a lot of women conferences are going on and they're building and empowering women uh, to be who God has called them to be. Wow. Well, you know, you have just kind of like really hit the nail on the head, I think kind of with the hidden figures, you know, Absolutely. analogy, like, it's time for us as women to step in and be our own or if for those of us who have already done that, you know, stand there and not be a hidden figure. And I know you have your wife here today and your family. And I can see, you know, just kind of uh, the wholeness in in the equality that exists here, you know, even just spending this time with you all and seeing that in Absolutely. real time. So, uh, Pastor King, where can people find you and keep up with you and all that's happening in events in your church? Let's know where we can find uh, you. You can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, um, on YouTube under Prophet Troy King. Also, you can find our church on the same platforms, Breakthrough Harvest Church. Again, we're located here in the city of Houston, Texas. Right now, we're at 110. 110- 
uh, 50 West New York Road in Houston, Texas. We have service every Sunday at 2 p.m. Um, our personal ministry website is TroyKingMinistries.com. Our church website is BHCLife.com. It's going to be phenomenal. Awesome. Well, thank you, Pastor King, for joining us here for the Hidden Heart segment. And we'll see you next time. Absolutely. Thank you. This break is brought to you by our friends at Yellow Box. Yellow Box is a creative agency that wants to help develop creativity in the local church. They offer design, video, social media, and consulting services for churches across the nation. And now they want to hear from you, the creatives serving in the local church. So if you go to yellowbox.co or at hello yellowbox on Instagram, they built a quick survey asking about your role in the church and where you think church creativity is heading in the future. They want to hear from you. So if you're interested, Visit at Hello Yellow Box on Instagram. The link is in the bio. Now, let's get back to the show. Up next is my conversation with Latoya Moulton discussing her 21-day devotional for women, Arise. I have a special guest with me today, Mrs. Latoya Moulton. Welcome to the show. Hey, y'all. So, uh, Latoya, tell the folks a little bit about you. I know that you are the author of a devotional called Arise and so much more. Mm -hmm. So, introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. My name is Latoya Moulton, and I am excited to be here with you, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. As you stated, yes, I am an author. I'm a motivational speaker and a life coach to women. I'm also a mama to a six-year-old, energetic, Ninja Turtle-loving, okay, son. (laughs) And I'm also a wife. To my husband, we've been married for 11 years this year. I am, oh, what am I, girl? I am an avid coffee drinker, right? <laughs> What's your, do you have a favorite, like, coffee blend? Um, right have- now, anything that's strong. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I like Are you coffee. a cream sugar type of girl? You no, know, lately I've been doing black coffee. Straight. Yes. Okay. Straight. <laughs> yes, so I love my coffee strong and my mascara Nice. Okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And um, yes, I'm a lover of life. I am a creative girl. I am a word girl. I'm an encourager. I'm an author, a speaker, but most importantly, I'm a daughter of God. So, yes. Awesome. Well, yeah. we're excited to have you on the yeah. show. So, let us know a little bit about your devotional arise. So I had the pleasure of reading it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I struggle with devotionals. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone else does, but when I read it, it really spoke to me. I mm. felt like it was right on time. So let us know a little bit about the devotional and why you wrote it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, my devotional entitled Arise. It is a 21-day devotional for women. And basically, the devotional was created to equip, empower, and educate women on how to jumpstart their morning the right way by affirming themselves through the truth of God's word. Um, I walk you through 21 consecutive days of just life speaking, empowering, encouraging words to help us just jumpstart our mornings, to get ourselves in that mental place and that emotional and spiritual place, because I am a firm believer on how we jumpstart our day, how we start our day. It sets the course for our day. You know, so what better way than by affirming ourselves through truth. Mm. What better way than to affirm ourselves with the truth of God's word? You know, God um, encourages Paul. He wrote about the armor of God and how we should be fortified in that. And I honestly feel like it's not just a once a day thing that we do, but I feel like daily we should apply that armor 
daily we should be confessing and affirming ourselves through the truth of God's word. And um, it's just a powerful thing. It transformed my life. I was um, a couple years back in 2009. I just experienced like a, a God intervention where God just stepped down into my life and invaded the crevices of my heart. And he basically spoke and said, listen, you can walk around this mountain of defeat for the rest of your life or you can choose life and live. And I knew I had to make a decision that day. I knew that I needed to get from that place of brokenness and despair, but not really knowing how to move forward, how to transition, how to get from that place. And and daily, God just walked me more and more through his word and just creating that discipline and being committed to just sitting with the word, you know, carving out that time of affirming myself through truth. And that's where those affirmations came from, Mm -hmm. affirmations of truth. Mm. through God's word. And girl, I would have them pasted on my my mirror in the bathroom because I just needed the word, you know. Yeah. It was it was on my dashboard in my car. I just needed the word. It was on my desk at work. Just meditating upon it, rehearsing it, chewing upon it, rolling it over and over in my mind, you know. And that's what the word meditations, to meditate means to think upon it, to ponder, to, to rehearse it, to sit with it in transformation, Begin to happen. Healing began to happen. Mm-hmm. And in that space, God said, it's time to arise. Wow. To get up from where you are. To get up from that place of depression. Get up from that place of despair. Get up. Stand up. Emerge. It's your time to spring forth. Mm-hmm. And daily, just a daily commitment of arising to the occasion. And every day when I arise in my weakness... But his grace being sufficient for me, the Holy Spirit would meet me right there and affirm me with truth that that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. This is who you are in the pages of truth. Mm -hmm. And it's just been a daily thing of just walking through that even now. Yeah. And um, that's how the devotional was arise through my own process of prayer, through my own process of healing, of just walking through that, that trust walk Mm -hmm. with God. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? There's something here. And God just basically said, put pen to paper in 2016. And I just began to write. And here we are with the rise. I published it in 2017. Yep. 21 day devotional for women. And you know what, um, Michelle, I I feel like it's just, it is a, it's a prophetic declaration to women. It's your time to stand up, to emerge, to peer, to spring forth. It's your time to arise. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited about what everything that God is doing. And yes. I'm just looking forward to just all of his goodness unfolding from that. Yes. And just the lives of women who will be impacted, empowered by it. Wow. You know? Well, that's awesome. Now, I know that this month is March. So it's international. Yes. Uh, well, yesterday was International Women's Day. Yes. So why do you think that it's important for women to arise to the occasion, to be all that God has called them to be on this earth? Why is that important? You know, I thought about that question and I sat with that. I feel, and the word of God, it says, how God has placed treasures in these earthen vessels My treasure, you have treasure, you have treasure. We all have treasures placed in these earthen vessels. And Michelle, 
it doesn't matter how many podcasts are on Apple and Spotify. It does not matter. They're by the thousands, but there's nobody who can do Christ over culture. <laughs> well, right? Thank you. And there, no matter how many devotionals there are, but there's no one like Arise because that came from here. And I believe we all have something that God has placed on the inside of us that only you can do. Mm-hmm. Only I can write my story. Just how you said, only, only we can tell who we are. No one can tell our story but us, right? Yeah. yeah. No one can write that book but you. No one can write that script to that to that movie play but you. No one can start that nonprofit organization like you or, you know, start the organization or go on the mission trip or whatever it is that God has placed in you to do, to release into the earth. Only you can do it. And I feel like none of us are here by coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And with Christ over culture, I had to make sure that I literally affirmed myself with God's word, even Mm -hmm. over what I said or what other people said. And that's really kind of where it started with Christ over culture is looking to God to affirm who I am and who he says I am, like despite what anyone else says. So knowing what you know now about womanhood, what would you tell your younger self? Mm. I would tell my younger self. I actually had three things. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) One of them was I was loved from the beginning. The second one was do not settle. And the third one, never give up. Wow. That I was loved from the beginning, from the foundations of the earth. God already knew my name Mm -hmm. and he loved me. Yeah. Had nothing to do with my works, had nothing to do whether or not if I accept him, had nothing to do whether or not if I if, if I hit the mark and checked every check off of the Christian girl to do list. He loves me unconditionally. There are no strings attached to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't settle. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. Don't settle. And now that, you know, you are a woman, you're married, you mm-hmm. have you know, your son. Yeah. What are some of your favorite scriptures, books, or sermons that you kind of embraced over the years that have helped you to arise? Um, one of my favorite, if anybody knows me, they know that I love Jeremiah 29 and 11. That has been my verse for years, my go-to verse, my stand upon truth when the winds are blowing in my life yeah. verse. When yeah opposition is surrounding me verse like I'm standing against my own personal Goliath kind of verse like going back to Jeremiah 29 and 11 and affirming myself oh that no matter what I see the plans of the Lord are to prosper me and not to harm me that his plans are to give me a hope in the future he knows his plans for me yeah so if I'm like I may not see the next step but I can trust that he knows all about it mm-hmm. and I can lean into that and I can hold on to that. And then also I love Psalms 126 <laughs> and um, yeah, Romans 8 and 28, some books. Um, you know, the book that I love that's like on my top five year. Yes. Oh, I love that book. I mean, we've spoken about yes, that. I love that book. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's literally a diamond. Oh, yes. Yeah. That really challenged me to push myself out of my comfort zone even the more. Yes. Yeah, just reading her just stories and things that she encountered and just saying, you know what? I'm living, but am I truly living? Right. You know, rise up and say yes, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll give it a yes. And 
I love everything for Silla Shire. I love all her stuff. Kristen Kane, she's good. Um, Sarah Jakes, you know, um, anything that's inspirational, equipping. Oh, you know who else I love? Valerie Burton. Okay. Have you ever heard of her? I haven't. I'll have to check her out. Yeah, she is just amazing. I love all of her stuff. Is she a speaker? Yeah, she's a motivational speaker. She is a life coach as well. Okay. She's been on Good Morning America several times. I love all of her stuff. Wow. It's um, more so centered towards the career woman. Okay. You know, but um, it's about taking those leaps. Yeah. And don't get afraid. And those you know? aren't mutually exclusive. A lot of us are yeah. career women, career yes. men. So yeah. it's yeah. timely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I love Latoya, her. where can we find you? Where can we keep up with yes, you? Yes, you guys can come out and hang out with me on Instagram at Latoya Moulton. You can also connect with me on my website at www.latoyamoulton.com. Sign up for my monthly newsletter and keep up on everything that will be unfolding for this year. I'm excited. You can also connect with me on Facebook at Latoya Moulton as well. Come and hang out with me. Awesome. Well, Latoya, thank you for being on Christ Over Culture and for just dropping that message about Arise. We appreciate you. Thank you for having me, Michelle. Of course. I hope you all enjoyed this special Christ Over Culture episode celebrating Women's History Month. I'm your girl, Michelle Inay. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Christ Over Culture, on Twitter at Christ OV Culture, on Facebook at the Christ Over Culture Podcast, or visit us on our website at ChristOverCulture.com. We love you, and remember, you can be anything you want to be. Keep God first, and He will direct your path. Bye! This episode was executive produced by Michelle Lene. Special thank you goes to Prophet Troy King and LaToya Moulton and their entire teams for making this interview happen. Theme music is provided by Kendall Davison from his hit song Dreams from the Samples of Life album. Featured instrumentals are by Linnell Grant. You may know her as the producer for Toby Nwigwi from Houston, Texas, produced by Nell, or Women Produce Wednesdays. She's currently on a national tour with Toby and Fat, bringing sick beats to a city near you. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend. Thank you for listening to the Christ Over Culture Podcast.